following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Hello, this is Johnny Young Bosch, and you're listening to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me today is... Bob Skrill, the founder of TsunamiFaithful.com. And... ASM Rod to Rail Maddox. And... Fuck you. Your esteemed announcer, Jim Nelson. Now, as you may have guessed from hearing the intro, we have a very special guest this week. The one, the only, Johnny Young Bosch. We will be interviewing him later in the episode, but... It was a quick news week, and uh, (laughs) we got a lot of talkbacks, so let's get rolling. (laughs) Time for the Attack on Titan recap. Woohoo! Just two left. Just this one, and the next one. Uh, It will rerun, we just don't know where yet. Yes, we do. 11.30 time slot. Oh, okay. I've been working so much that I'm like really, really behind. So. Yeah, how Whoa. dare you try to make money, Jim? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I know. How so dare this you? new segment. How dare I try and help the website? Formative for Jim. Okay, <laughs> man. It certainly will be because I feel like such a heel. I've been lo- missing out on so much tsunami news and everything else. I've been working my ass off. It's getting to be that time of year, but I don't know. What booza palooza? I wish. Hey. <laughs> It'll be booza palooza if the Revs win, if the New England Revolution win the MLS Cup at last, but. Okay, I'm sorry. Don't you be dissing soccer. It's time for the Attack on Titan recap. Attack on Titan, episode 24, Mercy, Raid on Stoa's District, part 2. Okay, from this one right here, it was like basically days before Aaron got escorted to the um, capital, Erwin and Armin were basically in a discussion with Levi and some others who I can't remember at this point, um, Mikasa and Aaron, and they were talking about who the identity of the um, female Titan could be. And basically, they all kind of get shocked when Armin comes to the conclusion that it's Annie. Big shocker there. Annie had that ass like, whoa. But, you know, then basically um, they're trying to get Annie to go down in the tunnel. And, you know, she's kind of uncooperative about this. And Aaron tries to basically, when they're talking about all this, Aaron is just kind of... He's just in disbelief because he doesn't want to believe it's Annie, and they're going questioning, like, maybe is it something deep down inside of you that's wanting you not to believe this? Because at this point, they're thinking that, you know, Aaron is basically on Annie's side and that he wants to protect a fellow Titan, as per se. And basically, we get back to the... um. You know, Aaron trying to transform. He's basically biting himself, but basically his feelings for Annie, for some odd reason, are preventing him from turning into a title. 
Yeah, oh, my bad. Damn, Tiny Man. I must have been drinking too much today. <laughs> Shut up. Tiny. So I was trying to say Tiny, <laughs> damn it. Tiny. To... Hey. Yeah, but basically, the military police, they're pissed off that they have to, you know, do their little part about this. And basically, Mikasa and Armin distract, you know, the female Tiny away from Aaron. And. Basically, now Doc of the military police, he demands an explanation from Erwin. Basically, you know, they pulling out that cold steel on him, telling him if he doesn't <laughs> make himself clear, then they're going to literally shoot him. <laughs> Which was funny to me because, you know, I think Doc's pussy. And it's well within his rights. He wanted to make sure that, he, that everybody knew that it was well within his rights to shoot him. Yeah, fuck <laughs> him, man. Dog is just like some of the other MPs I've met in my life, man. They're dicks. Telling me not to drink and drive. Fuck you. Oh, never mind. <laughs> but anyway, Armin and John basically attempt to free Aaron from the um from the rubble when, you know, when they was trying to transform because Annan did some damage. And John really did call out Aaron on his bullshit, saying that you were gonna change the world and whatnot and it and he told him like, Well, this is exactly what's gonna happen and Let's see what else goes on here. Aaron thinks about what Armin said, and he remembers his hatred for the Titans, and especially the one that killed his mother. And then finally, Aaron gets past this mental block that he was having, and he goes into full rogue Titan form and changes in, and he charges at the female Titan in a full rage, which sets up that cliffhanger for the most epic battle that we're going to see on Attack on Titan. Oh, yeah. He's and, uh... One other thing I have to add is, is it, it's kind of funny that Mikasa's like, the female Titan looks like Annie. I was like, yes, finally somebody said it. <laughs> I mean, you can tell that it's obvious who the female Titan is. But right, you know. right. But it, it, was kind of, it was kind of funny to actually have one of the characters actually be like, well, she does look like the female Titan. I'm like, yes, thank it's you. It's kind of like people not knowing that Clark Kent is actually damn Superman when you know it's so goddamn obvious. <laughs> True. Hey Clark, Clark, can you take off your Clark. glasses for a sec and uh, <gasps> kind of spin your hair a little bit in a curl? Hey, wait, wait, wait! Nah, it does, still doesn't look like him, guys. Still doesn't wait, wait, wait. look like him. Maybe we need a phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Can you put this suit on too? Thanks. No, no, it's no like I don't think it's him, <laughs> dude. If I'm, I'm dead serious. If I could not, looking at Annie Man and looking at the female time dude, the booty gave it away. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, the booty gave, the booty gave it away. I started reading the manga kind of after this point, but I hear in the manga prior to this, Annie and Aaron, uh, Aaron are shown having kind of a, a mentor-mentee type relationship. I don't, I don't know about that. If that was actually in the manga, that would have been something good to keep in the TV show, I would think. Right. Well, you know, they did kind of have a bond, man, because she did kick his ass at boot camp, man. You know, because, like, the yeah, style of martial was... arts that she's using, man, it's kind of like a combination between Savats and uh, Muay Thai, man. It's yeah. definitely more of a uh, kickboxing MMA style, which I believe the creator of Attack on Titan said he took from Yushin Okami. Yeah. So, points to everybody who knows uh, Yushin Okami out there. Damn right. Mm. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. Hey, look here. You know I'm a combatant. 
<laughs> Violence is in our blood, Jim. We're black. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I refuse to fight? It's because I hurt. I do nothing but hurt people, even if it's regular martial arts. Yeah, we don't want you to get enraged, Jim, because you may kill. No. You may kill like a bunch of people. <laughs> well, there's a reason why nobody, uh, people who know me, like, don't set me off because they know that if I do snap, um, it will not be pretty. Short version. Short version. <laughs> yeah. Because Jim is short. Oh, <laughs> you don't. You're. You don't have to remind me of that. He's a little firecracker. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to set him off. He'll blow your hand off. Oh my god. Sorry, Jim. Oh man. my god. Whew, all right, man. all right. Before we break Jim and Darrell, let's get into the talk back. <laughs> okay. Uh, Michael Cole Morgan writes in Aaron has a bad case of whiskey titan. <laughs> oh I love that one right there. I drink to that one all day long. Oh, the next one's even better. God, I hate you, Jen, sometimes. <laughs> Tarzana writes in, Aaron is having performance issues again. I think he needs that spoon back or Cialysis. <laughs> I don't know. I Maybe get some... Spoon! <laughs> spoon! Uh, For goodness sake, the, the spoon has nothing to do with it. <laughs> the tick. It's focusing no, on something. An, it's focusing on a task. And pain. Know, pain well, and focusing like, on a task. That doesn't sound right at all. Let's move on. Oh, no. <laughs> Phantom writes in, Yes, lose your humanity and go F some shit. I'm looking forward to this fight next week. So am I. Yeah, I know. Domestic violence of the time version. By the way, we can probably call this... This, this is probably like the season finale because obviously there's more. Just not yet. <laughs> Yeah, next week could be considered the season finale. Okay. So, that's at least that's what I'm considering. So, when they eventually make more Attack on Titan TV series, it, they may consider it a separate series. Right. It's kind of, kind of strange that way, like how Space Dandy is Space Dandy and Space Dandy 2. Even though it's, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Attack on Titan 2. <laughs> mm-hmm. Andy Yuhu writes in, all I look forward to now is Annie getting her comeuppance. Hopefully, the next episode delivers on that. Yeah, it's gonna be a fight. Connor Ludovis writes in, "That episode was one hell of a rush. Bodies everywhere, and Aaron's and Aaron going nuts was great." Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Michael L writes in, "The time has come for Aaron to leave Annie in a pile of blood, urine, and vomit." Titan is out. Titan is going out with a bang. What kind of fetish shit you got going on, man? This is not a German shit flick. Oh, shut up. I got the saliva. Never mind. And lastly, Andrew Gaislam writes in, Is it true that next week is the last episode of Attack on Titan? No, it's yes. the beginning of the first season of the new episodes. <laughs> It's the last episode for now. But I will tell you this. The way it ends is borderline cruel and unusual. <laughs> I'll say I'll leave it at that, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry about it. We'll come in on that next week because I remember Jim's reaction on that last episode. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoop that trick. Get him. Whoop that trick. Get him. So overall, good episode leading up to the final showdown. Yes. No. I know what the dead air was looking for, and no. <laughs> okay, I, I have no idea what you mean. I'm not going to say it. So anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, that I guess that's it for the Attack on Titan recap. Mm-hmm. And it's time for another recap, isn't it? Yes. Paul, you get to talk about Bleach. Yeah. Yes. All right. Let's get into the Bleach recap quickly right now. Well, it's been a long time coming, but everything ends in the end. What's going on? You catch on quickly. Next Saturday, we're showing the last new episode of Bleach. No way. Impossible. So show up at midnight and bear witness to Ichigo and Ginjo's final battle. That was pretty good. One substitute Shinigami is going to make it out alive. And there's only one place to find out which. It's time for you to make your move. Bleach, next Saturday night at midnight. I really wanted to avoid killing you if I could. Only Tsunami, Adult Swim. All right, well, this is episode 365. I said that correctly, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you're asking count that high. Yeah, I can. Um, 365, that's the number of days in the year. I know, it right? <laughs> so it took them a year to make Bleach. Well, <laughs> exactly. Because they made one episode a day. No weekends off. We're slave exactly. drivers in Japan. <laughs> this is not entirely inaccurate. Oh. <laughs> and also there's uh, uh, one episode left, I believe. So, uh, yeah, we actually are covered for uh, election years. Yes. Vote for Unohana or she'll kill you. So this is the episode before the series finale of Bleach. Um, basically, in this episode, uh, we finally get to see Ginjo and Ichigo finally go at it. Um, up to this point, we've seen all the others fighting. So basically, now we're at the point where we get to see them, those two fight. And Ginjo basically tries to convince Ichigo that you know, he should go up against the Soul Society because basically they've been playing him all along. And Ichigo is basically saying to him, well, you know what? Sorry, I kind of already thought that's what was going on, and, well, I really don't care because I made an oath a long time ago that I was going to gain power somehow to be able to protect the people that I love and care about. And Genjo's like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to kill you. <laughs> And at that point, both Ginjo and Ichigo do Bankai and power up, and it prepares us for the final battle that will happen next week. Ichigo don't oh. care about your psychology. <laughs> <laughs> nah, as soon as he started though. talking, I was like, he's not going to care. <laughs> he's not going to care. I mean, dude, it seemed like a monologue out of DBZ and shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> They've been using and watching you all this time. Yeah, so whatever. No <laughs> and I love how he's just like, shut up! And he's just like, Bankai. And <laughs> now people who dislike the uh, Shinigami folks are probably like, oh, so that's why they show up at just the right time all the time. <laughs> uh, but, you know, 
in all due fairness, man, Ichigo does the same shit to them, man. He lets them get their ass kicked, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he comes in and say today, "Yo, you know <laughs> I'm right. You know I'm right." True. So well, it's a trade-off. Well, it was kind of funny because he's like, he's trying to get um, information from Oryu to, to. He's like, "Do you have a strategy?" And he's just like, "No." He's like. All right, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't have a plan, so no plan. Ichigo no never plan. has a plan, though. So he just yeah. powers up his sword. Yeah, but so, I got to give him credit for at least asking. <laughs> yeah, because well, he Broke don't ask. Part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was just happy that he got to get some sweet, sweet boob action from that mill. Oh, God. <laughs> hey dude would you not want to bury your head in that chest man tell the truth oh moving on to the feedback <laughs> <laughs> or should I say the tsunami talk back yeah the feedback would be a horrible noise that we don't want to make yeah no <laughs> like the sound of Paul's breath oh, yeah God, I kind of like that Robert Fitz writes in, Great episode of Bleach. Ginjo powering up into his final form is just ridiculous. Can't wait for the conclusion in the last episode. Damn straight. Inuyasha-san87 writes in, A good episode of Bleach. The twist about the combat pass was interesting. Ichigo versus Ginjo's final battle. I can't wait. What a twist. (laughs) It seems like they just... That was a really late-into-the-game twist. Yeah, <laughs> there definitely could have been pacing choices on this, uh, but yeah, it's it's evident that they had planned to spread this out a little bit longer, and they didn't get a chance to. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, um, I've heard that the end of Bleach has some pacing issues, but supposedly they're gonna do they're gonna pull an Inuyasha final act and uh, redo that. Um, well, not redo it, but um, finish it off. And, yeah, properly end it. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully they hopefully they can. Hopefully they can do it, you know, inside of uh, 52 episodes, you know. Mm-hmm. I think they will. And I think we'll end up seeing it back here on Tsunami, too. But let's get into the last uh, talk back here real quick. Yeah. And lastly, Allison T writes in, I'm going to miss Bleach. The dub is slightly better tolerated than Naruto Shippuden's dub. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Harsh slightly. criticism. Ouch. <laughs> Naruto Shippuden's dub is one of the most expensively produced dubs in Los Angeles, I'm pretty sure. Well, look at all the talent you got. I mean, Maylee yeah. Flanagan is, uh, you know, has won uh, Emmys, I believe. Mm-hmm. She's been on TV and stuff. Uh, what's Crispin Freeman doing these days? All kinds of uh, domestic cartoons, cartoons and fun yeah. stuff like that. Domestic cartoons. <laughs> yeah. Yes, domestic cartoons. And good for him. Good for Bloom. Good for yeah, Steve Bloom, uh, Johnny Young Bosch, like everybody, you know? Yes. Yeah, I just want to see the black ninjas, dude. <laughs> why, do they, why do they gotta be black? Wait a minute, why do they gotta be black? They from the video channel in the cloud, dumbass. As an aside, I am quite enjoying Black Dynamite's past two episodes. Very entertaining. Yes. Better than the fourth season of Boondocks. Oh, <laughs> tremendously better than the fourth season of Boondocks. That I think a root canal is better than the fourth season of Boondocks. <laughs> dude, I, and yet it still left a better taste in my mouth. <laughs> oh, dude, I had a root canal, and considering the pain that I went through, yeah, I would actually get another root canal and watch the fourth season of Boondocks. <laughs> yeah. What did I say? Yes. You said it, Jim. <laughs> I said it. I got confirmation. 
Damn that's right. That's what I was looking for. All right, well, I think that's it for uh, the Bleach recap. It's time to get into the Toonami news right now. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. Titan Saturday at 11:30, ranked number one. It's time period among all targeted adults and men, uh, according to my sources. That means men 18 to 24, 18 to 34, and 18 to 49, and adults 18 to 24, 18 to 34, and 18 to 49. Sweet total October face. Yay. One Piece at 1 a.m. ranked number one in its time period among adults 18 to 24 and 18 to 34 and men 18 to 34. Bleach and Naruto Shippuden ranked number one in their respective time periods among adults 18 to 34. Overall, these four premieres increased delivery among all targeted men versus last year's time periods. What, what about Helsing and Gurren? But mostly Helsing. <laughs> I love Gurren, but it's old. Come on. I don't expect it to do super great. Helsing, come on, what's it up against? <laughs> Is it losing to wrestling? I swear, if it's losing to wrestling. Okay, motherfuckers. I was literally getting fucking drunk on Saturday, and I still made it home for Toonami. Fuck wrong with y'all. It's very strange. It seems like Helsing actually did better at three. Yes. Yeah, it did. Maybe it's... I don't know. I think part of that is... If you're watching, if you have access to both feeds, at 2.30, you have the choice between watching Attack on Titan on the west side or the end of Helsing on that side. And say you weren't home at, like, 8.30 for Attack on Titan, what are you going to watch? Corn. <laughs> Why am I not surprised you would say that? Of course he's dying, nigga. Yeah, I don't know. This is, this, yeah, 2 a.m. Hopefully that gets better. Clears up. <laughs> you gotta clear that up there. You know, just take a little medicine and I'll clear it right up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like a ghost. Can I have a Kleenex? <laughs> I'm sure you can't have a Kleenex right now. Oh my god, let's get into the ratings. Oh, go blow yourself. Oh. Mm. Your nose. Obviously, your nose. <laughs> right, right. What else are you going to do? 18 to 49 ratings for October 18th, 2014. Attack on Titan, 721,000. Bleach, 636,000. Shippuden, 574,000. One Piece, 469,000. Gurren Lagan, 388,000. Helsing Ultimate, 338,000. That was for an hour. Space Dandy, 288,000. Cowboy Bebop, 295,000. Hey, Cowboy Bebop, what up? Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, 289,000. Ghost in the Shell, 239,000. Big O, 221,000, and Samurai Jack ends the night, 215,000. Pretty good. Pretty good. 
But come on, Helsing was like eight hundred thousand before. Well, True. not not it was it was like over well, four hundred thousand in uh, eighteen. Another day to get those ten page reports done, guys. Come on, Saturday <laughs> night, staying up on Saturday night isn't gonna kill you. But Jim coming after you might. Wonder real. The total viewer ratings for October 18th, Attack on Titan, 1,218,000. Bleach, 1,046,000. Uh, Ship It In, 1,007,000. One Piece, 816,000. Gurren Lagann, 661,000. Helsing, 607,000. Space Dandy, 590,000. Cowboy Bebop, 623,000. Full Metal Alchemist, 602,000. Ghost in the Shell, 524,000. Big O, 522,000. And Samurai Jack, 531,000. And I'd like to yeah. see that at the back end where it actually goes up, so that's a good thing right there. Moving on, I mean, the trending was a lot better this week. And I'm, I'm very happy to see what, what we've done. Yes, this is nice to see. The U.S. trends for Saturday and Sunday, October 26th, 27th. Toonami, during Gurren Lagann and Helsing Ultimate. Hashtag Bleach. Naruto. Hashtag Naruto Shippuden. Hashtag Shippuden. Hashtag One Piece. Robin from One Piece. Olvia from One Piece. I always thought it was Olivia, but no, it actually Olivia. is Olvia. <laughs> hashtag Gurren Lagann. Hashtag Helsing Ultimate. Ceres from Helsing Ultimate, hashtag Space Dandy, hashtag Cowboy Bebop, and hashtag Big O. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Mobile app tweet counts. Aaron from Attack on Titan, 16.2 thousand tweets. I'd like to see more of that, too, because, you know, especially... It's been a while since we've had a trend this good. Yeah, yeah. especially mm-hmm. after what Sketch found out on uh, Jason DeMarco's ass.fm. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. I like to see more trending. Trust me. We need it. Well, last we uh this week on Toonami, we got ourselves a bleach finale promo. Something that we have been asking for. Yes, and I'm I'm glad that they did it because it was actually really good. And I think being that this is the last week of Bleach, I think this would be appropriate to actually put this one in the podcast. What do you think? Well, I was already planning on it. Well there you go. In fact, it probably already played. Way to tell them, Sketch. Yeah, uh, that was the only new thing during Toonami that night. They replayed the DBZ Kai teaser. Yes. So, there's that, which we already talked about. And then there's a lot of fucking schedule news. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got hit by a bomb at the end of the week. <laughs> And by so, the way, for context, um, we're recording this on Monday. In about, like, two and a half hours, there's going to be a Reddit. So there's probably going to be even more news. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. There, uh, there will Is be. They're doing a Reddit AMA, I assume. Yeah. Yes, they are. So, Abba. Um, <laughs> Wait, I thought that was next week. Nope, that's tonight. Oh, snap. So, uh, okay. <laughs> there's going to be some news that we're going to probably get into next week, but. Uh, just to put that in context, but there's enough news that we can talk about briefly real quick. Yeah, uh, we can't go really into detail on our thoughts on these things, but uh, here it comes. 
let's get the bad news out of the way first. Uh, yeah. They cannot play mm-hmm. Helsing Ultimate episodes nine and ten, so they will not uh. be airing in November. Yeah. And by the way, and by the way, I think that's on Funimation's end, so I don't want people to get pissed at Toonami, because I don't think that was Toonami's fault. And it could Brief. very well be the Japanese owners' end. I was thinking that because how long was it? Did it take for them? Did for Funimation to get nine and ten? A long. Time. A long time. Yeah, so maybe. Well, it took him a while because the uh, yeah, it took him like two years. But the fact remains that um, they were they had to go out, they had to they had to get it, they had to dub it. They were probably waiting for sales to peter off a little bit in Japan, right. and then um, you know then they had to you know dub it because they outsourced the entire dub. Find some time to get the gang back together, uh, you know, which is hard to do given. Uh, those people's schedules and stuff like that. Most of those actors don't do anime anymore, and most of them never did too much in the first place. Hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys, but I, I do think that they probably will end up on Toonami at some point. It's oh, just, definitely. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I, I think Funimation probably feels bad about this too. So. Yeah. Hopefully, they feel so bad that they give us a good deal on something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know, right? Um. Oh, block says, please. <laughs> Another thing of bad news, if I can continue, Sketch. Oh, you want to give bad news? Fine. Uh, well, and we'll probably talk about some of this news next week, because obviously, because of the interview, we can't really go into depth about what we want to say. But um, Attack on Titan, which I think is bad news, uh, restarts at 1130, um, starting mm-hmm. on the 8th, which... Uh, I kind of hope it was lower, <laughs> but... <laughs> well, let's put it this way. We're so close to the end of the year that mm-hmm. um, we're that Tsunami, I assume, is probably sticking in a holding pattern for now because right. really it's only four episodes of, um, of well, Attack on Titan, and then after that you've got your month of movies. So, As I've said in the previous podcast, you know, there was three options with what they could do with the 11:30 time slot, and this was one of the the logical options. And they obviously decided that they wanted to go to rerun it there. I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing, mm-hmm. but there again, you know, it's all out on DVD and Blu-ray. So now it is, yeah. yeah but it's so... a, but you know what? It's been when you think about it, it's been on streaming earlier too, and people still tune in and watch. Well, that that was sub though, because the English the English version is only on Toonami. Uh, I think they had it available for EBS. No, uh, no, no, because for... what they because what Funimation was doing was was they were doing the same thing they were doing with Space Dandy. It would uh, play on Toonami on Saturday night, and then the next day they would put they would put it on uh, online on Funimation.com. Oh, okay. Uh, for subscribers, so, um, you know, and but then obviously you know halfway through all the new episodes. You know, obviously the Blu-rays were released, which, again, I wish they would have kind of held off a little bit, but okay. that's that's fine. But um, let's see. Uh, I guess this is kind of bad news, but it's not really, and we can kind of go into depth about this a little bit. Um, some of the movies that are coming in December are going to be repeats, and some are going to be new. It depends on which ones repeat. I mean, um, right. they all did. Um... They all did a great job last year. Um, Akira, I think Summer Wars did the best out of all of them. Yeah. Oh, yes, man. I, I, would, like, I, would, I, would, well. I would like yeah. to see Summer Wars come back. That was one of the ones I was thinking. Um, 
Akira can probably come back too. But Akira's I, an inevitability. Akira. I'd like to think it would be an inevitability. Akira, if every it, Christmas! <laughs> it's Just Christmas like watching a... at Ground Zero. Oh. And, and the reason I want to kind of go into depth about this was because Sketch, you asked Jason a question. And what was yeah, that well, it was kind of a follow-up to... Uh, he He kind of volunteered the information that some of the movies would not be new... Because somebody yeah, said, hey, I really like fun. those movies you played last year. And he said, yeah, some of the movies will be rerun. Oh, okay. So I was wondering if it was a preference, like they really like those movies. And yeah, anything they play on Toonami, they really like. Come on. Right, obviously. Or if it was a budget saving, uh, yeah, trying to save some money. And yes, they are trying to save some money. And that makes sense. I mean, between Space Dandy, Attack on Titan, something else Intruder that we're two. about to announce. Right. Uh, Intruder so, 2 is coming along. They got DBZ Kai coming. Oh, yeah. They were, they were wheeling and dealing this year. <laughs> yeah. No, really, so, they were. When you think about it, it's not like they weren't doing too much. I mean, the last couple of years, they were getting so. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's cool. Oh, cool. But this year, it, you know, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. Spending a big bucks basically, basically oh, yeah. they they confirmed what I was thinking, what was going on, which was their budget really isn't. I mean, obviously they did make some very expensive acquisitions, but you know, they he also mentioned when you when you when he answered your question sketch that the uh, with what's going on with Turner, their budget's mm, low. Too. Yes, there are cutbacks so, going on at Turner. There's a restructuring with the company. It's not so much about it's more about refocusing their efforts to original production and right. tightening everything around the company. But there's a lot of people that have been laid off. There's been shows that have been written off, so more people don't have to get laid off. Like Beware the Batman and fun stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, right. so I mean, there's there's a lot of I mean, there's a lot going on. I mean, it is a business. It is mm -hmm. they call it show is not immune to it. Unfortunately, no. Even probably even more so because they're actually. Uh, now that I think about it, it probably works to Toonami's advantage that they're not getting paid for it. I mean, they yeah. should be, but they're not. And like I said, yeah. that probably works to <laughs> if their they advantage. If they were getting paid for it, well, they'd probably well, this would they'd be stop trouble. Paid for it. <laughs> well, yeah, I, if, I do. This would be trouble if people were getting paid and there were these cutbacks going on at Toonami. To your point, Jim. Though to your point, I think not only does it. Do I agree that, you know, obviously it, it does help that they don't get paid for this because, you know, that means an, another expense they don't have to pay. But also to do the ratings in that that they're doing with not getting paid and being able to do the things that they have without getting paid has also benefited Toonami to where, you know, I don't think Turner would sit there and go, okay, Toonami can go away, you know. <laughs> so but this, I think was, that a, this was a labor of love from the outset. like the whole to be self-sufficient, yes. right. self-sustaining. But there again, you know, to your point that, you know, um, this is doing way better than Adult Swim Action ever did. So for them, you know, this is just this is for Adult Swim and for Turner. This is a win win with Toonami. So I just I just really hope, you know, and, you know, part of the thing is, is we have to we have to watch and we have to trend things every week. And thanks again, for trending. But thank you for trending. You know, we got to start doing a little bit more of that because. You know, the more things trend and the more thing, the more the ratings go up, the bigger the budget. That's what we've always been saying. 
mm-hmm. you know, and you know, a lot more of that's got to start happening because we need to get more money for tsunami. Cause we can, now we definitely know that they have a low budget. Let's and put it this way. Destitute, you know, but no, you know, not, you know, it's not poverty row. No, no. It's not poverty yeah, they're, row, but, they're doing uh, pretty well for themselves. All things considered. And you know, one other thing too, is like, you know, I, I kind of wonder like if, and I don't know, like, if it goes month by month is how the budget works, or if it's by year for tsunami. But you know, I would be interested. Probably to know. yearly, possibly quarterly, quarterly. Half yearly. I would say I would hope that it's quarterly because quarterly sounds right. Right. So, if anybody from Turner's listening, give them more money, please. <laughs> I'd like to think that um, you know quarterly would make sense because that's when they can announce, like in May. You could say that's the beginning of the second quarter. That's when they announced Dragon Ball Z Kai. And they were like, okay, we can get this. We can hang on to it for a little while. And then, you know, that's when we can, that's when we can, you know, run it and, you know, mm-hmm. sit but, on it and run it when we need to. But let's get to the last thing, which is the best news and something that a lot of people wanted. I, yeah. predicted, I predicted almost correctly Inuyasha Final Act is coming November 15th at 2 a.m. Yeah, that um, massive screen you heard was Alex. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and and by the way, um, if you look up on Tsunami News right now, there's a picture of uh, <laughs> Mike Tyson punching Inuyasha, <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and, it, and it says "fight or flight." I was like, I I, I can't mm-hmm. just like let that go. I have to retweet that on Tsunami <laughs> News. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why did, I had you, to do that. Why did you do that? Red <laughs> <Where> scar. <laughs> Now, this is where you play the punch out music in the background. That's my jam. It's really, Especially it's really interesting. Left. It's really interesting that, you know, we do this. Uh, it's I always have to say this because when like me or Jose would predict something or somebody else on here would predict something correctly, it's like it's always interesting when a show comes around the time that you thought it was. And it also comes around the time slot. Sorry, Sketch. Um, <laughs> hey, you know, it could move to 1130 in January, man. It's probably going to do well enough. Well, and, and one thing I do want to say real quickly, because we need to get into the Housing Ultimate show recap. I would like this show, any show needs to, re- to rerun. Final Act should rerun. And yeah. it's just because it's only, I mean, I got to remember here. I think it's 26. Six, yeah. 26 episodes. So... If any show is going to rerun on Toonami, this one has, should be one of the ones that reruns. And then, you know what? You, you play the full run of this, and you put it at the back end at 5.30 and rerun it there. Because Inuyasha at 5.30 in the morning does well, so might as well. You know what I mean? I hate, I hate, I hated it at 5.30. I will always say that. But it did so well for the ratings that I can't argue. <laughs> People are waking up at that time, man. Yeah, and they want to see something good, and Inuyasha final act would be good too. There, so not yeah. to mention Inuyasha well, remember, has a big female um, following, though. Right. Well, remember, remember how well Inuyasha did at the back end of the block too. Yeah. When yeah. it was around. Um, Very well. Quickly, quickly, one other thing that we have to mention too is that only takes up a half an hour what Helsing had. Mm-hmm. There's so, still a half hour to claim. Right. So there's one of two things that could happen: either A. We're gonna see fully Cooley again. <laughs> King Star yeah. King. So I started thinking about two. Somebody had actually mentioned this, and this is a good idea. Uh, Cowboy Bebop may move up into that time slot, and that's when HD starts. 
so that might happen, and then something starts at three, which <coughs> Yormancon. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so scared. I'm so scared for season for perfect order, but uh, continuing. <laughs> um, so that that could happen, or something else like psychopaths. Yeah, that could be there. I mean, psychopaths is on Netflix, isn't it though? So? Did we say that? I don't know. Yeah, it I is. Think it is. Yeah. I would rather something that's not on Netflix be on there. Once once oh, Psychopath leaves Netflix, I would I would want it to be there. But if they can, if somebody can easily, I'm actually okay on- with that. If they play Yormagon and then play Psychopath, I'm good with that because that could possibly lead directly into the second season of Psychopath. Dude, I need a friggin' Mick. We need <laughs> another Mick, dude. I'm sorry, I need Needs some Mick, Mick in my life. Yes. Hey, Record Seven AO, you can have your Mick. Yes, there. that's what I want. Okay, there you go. Thank you. So hopefully we'll play that too, because please play it. Or because, uh, by the way, somebody asked me this question real quickly today about short series. Um, I'm guessing when they mean short series, they mean something, A, that's not as recognizable. Like maybe, like, for example, like Bloodlad is a short series, for example, but people know about Bloodlad. Um, maybe something like Codebreaker, because Codebreaker really isn't known. As well as, as it should be. I think be. when people talk about short series, they're just describing length. Is, yeah. is it just length? Because I'm, I'm, that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, it's either length or it's maybe... Not <laughs> but how so, do we define short series? Something. Because a short <laughs> series, like 26 episodes, that's a relatively short series. I, I, think, I think, like, for example... But Bloodlad, 12 episode series, 11 episode, right. 10 episode series, that's really short. Right. Bloodlad is like 10. Codebreakers is 13, so I mean, that's more of a short series, so maybe we'll get some of those. That that would be interesting. Yeah, they so. should cycle in some of those. It's not I, a big I would... commitment. I have to imagine they'd be more affordable than a 26er, depending on the age of the 26er. Right, and it also depends on how long it's been out, too. Mm-hmm. So. And doggone I mean... it, people are still asking for Dead Man Wonderland to air again. Yes. So... Clearly, oh, a nice. short series doesn't sketch. necessarily not attract people. You should say that real quickly, too, Sketch, because um, you were telling me this the other day about on the Adult Swim boards. Oh, yeah, every are... now and then I, I put up polls to, you know, kind of test what people are interested in on the boards, and, yeah, Inuyasha, the final act, was way up there. Uh, as far as rerunning shows that already aired on Toonami, Dead Man Wonderland, top of the list, followed by Black Lagoon. Oh, they want it back? Yeah. Yeah, Black Lagoon was one of the ones, Darrell. It's it's like... I, my, my well, they mind... love Black Lagoon on the Adult Swim forum. Unfortunately, the rest of mainstream America didn't seem to care. <laughs> but I think people would want to see Dead Man Wonderland again on mainstream as well, so... Dude, when Gonta snapped, dude, that, that was is like on Netflix, the final moment. What's that? Dead Man is on Netflix. Or it was, at least. Ah. Uh, Eh, recently alright well that's it for the news because obviously we have something that you guys want to listen to you don't want to hear us anymore so uh, that's a lie that's I want to hear you that's a lie shut up shut up Darrell anyways uh, let's get into the Halsey Ultimate recap
Hellsing Ultimate, six. Well, basically, as the battle commences at the Vatican, Enrico Maxwell, who's the head of Section 13, Iscariot is given a major promotion, and with it, he begins to mobilize the Vatican's fighters. Meanwhile, in the heart of London, while Integra is busy convincing Iscariot members to escort her home, which she did <laughs> like a motherfucking boss, light my cigar! <laughs> light my cigar! Yeah, you know, basically, uh, scary members just like why they they just trying to figure out <laughs> why are why, why aren't we taking this woman captive? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> understand. Okay, then basically, finally make it back to the hell scene mansion, which is basically under siege by Zord and Blitz and her forces, who I playfully named Evil Maka and Soul. <laughs> 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 hey, she looks like hey, she got more chest than Maka anyway. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, but yeah, basically, Bernadette basically had a good plan with pinning them down, and basically they let loose hell on the um, Blitz force, forces for a little bit, and basically the only line of defense against assault was, you know, the wild geese, as I said, and Ceres, and basically Ceres was doing some badass shit with shooting those missiles out of the, um, out of the sky, man, with the, um, with that big ass gun she had, man. Oh my God! I, if I had that weapon, I would purge this nation of idiots. Okay, sorry. Personal moment. But basically, as the um, battle wages on, they try to deal with the um, vampire Nazi string. And let's see, but Zorin's mysterious powers—some type of genjutsu that she was using—destroys the geese from within. You know, they were having all these little psychological issues, but somehow Alucard uses telepathy to basically t- get through to Ceres and tell her to use her third eye, which she finally sees that it's just an illusion, and she tries to get them, um, the wild geese, to see that it's not what's really going on. But eventually she does something to Zorin, like shoots Zorin grip and then frees him from the illusion. And but the battle's not over. And basically, one of the guys copped the feel off of Sarah's booty. And basically, Captain Bernadette tried to steal a kiss from Sarah's, which she freaked out and moved away. And Sarah's moves in one direction, and the wild geese moves in another, but not before promising that they'll meet each other and come out of it alive. Of course. I would say Captain Bernadette gave this like cool ass speech at um during the whole time when he was talking to the wild geese before they finally met their demise. And basically, people, we got a lot of blood and gore. The wild geese did put up a nice little fight, but in the end, another one and another one bites the dust. And we get ready for well, I guess we're gonna say the next episodes, but hey, you know what happens. And basically, that's pretty much the hell scene recap. It was pretty gory. Oh, yes. Dude, it was probably like Custer's Last Stand meets the Alamo with a bombing of Hiroshima, man. And a Titan illusion. <laughs> exactly. I'm talking about Evil Maka was kicking ass for a second, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was like, what the hell she said? It's like, this some type of genjutsu. I was like, what, no Kyrie Lee's or none? Well, let's get into the talk back because we looks like we have a lot of listener mail <laughs> at the mm-hmm. back end. So. No, but y'all talk too much this week. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
DBZ Weo Nine writes in. I felt pity for Saris, but still, her big ass guns made me uh, made me get a gun boner. Phrasing. Oh, it's not really phrasing. Okay, big ass guns. That could be phrasing. Never mind. I... <laughs> Maybe he was talking about her jubblies. Because those are some big guns. And she has a nice booty also. Mm. Blue Alexander 93 writes in, That last scene, holy shit, that made me really sad. Not cool. <laughs> it's okay, man. It was a good monologue. <laughs> and Bernadette just, he made, his, he made his piece with it. Fred Francis writes in, MVP, Cirrus, with heavy artillery and the third eye awakening by Alucard. Yeah, she can awaken my third eye. Oh, God. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> Michael Cole Morgan writes in, Helsing made me feel that I can never watch Inglorious Bastards again without thinking of Integra and her Brits. That is a very good analogy. Nazis. <laughs> Nazis. Allison T. writes in, that Alucard under the moonlight. So pretty. <laughs> Though I'd kick Alucard's ass if I was a vampire. Oh, this would be interesting. Because <laughs> we're equal opportunity around here. Inuyasha's exactly. Son 87 writes in, Sarah's was packing a lot of firepower and taking names. How I love my Cherie. A Titan showed up in the Helsing. Talk about a shock. Oh, yeah, that was the origin of the Titans. Zorin. Zorin started it all. That's not how you spell Sherry. No, it's, it was actually not my Sherry. <laughs> not my Sherry, which I'm thinking about one. It was Mon Sherry. No, I was just looking this up. R-I-E. Apparently, Mon Sherry is to a man, and Ma Sherry is to a female. Somebody fucked up in the translation. Maybe it's the other way around. We need Tatum for a French lesson. Dude, I don't speak French. I don't even like the freaking French, Wee wee. I must go. <laughs> hey, look here. I had a bad experience in France. We're not going to talk about that. Oh, Blatch <laughs> writes in, So, bitches do love cannons. I guess that means I'm about to make Saris my bitch. And this was a fine Helsing episode. Well, you're going to apparently have to fight Don East and Inuyasha-san and oh, so many other people for that. So, battle we royale! Know. We already know who's going to win this. Me. You. I didn't know you were interested. Hey, I like Sarah's man, but it's okay. We all know basically I'm gonna come in, take everybody out then. Jim shoots me in the back. Sorry to rail. Ah. It was just my time. <laughs> you dirty bastard, Jim. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Whoever said I fought clean. <laughs> That's my type of way to fight. Dirty. I'm a pest. I'm a diver. I'm an embellisher. <laughs> I have to. It's a way of protecting myself. Which is why I respect you for it. Exactly. Yes, I admitted that I'm a diver. <laughs> Go diver. Chocolate. Chocolate. Chocolate, ma chérie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up, Paul. Less chocolate? <laughs> yeah, Paul Name likes chocolate. some chocolate. A little uh, shocking off. <laughs> Darrell, Darrell, nobody needs to know about our love, okay? Mm, my my, my, my fiancé doesn't need to know about our love, okay? Love. Mm -hmm. 
Nobody, no, nobody needs to know about our love, okay? Oh, okay. Even though it's being recorded on the podcast right now. <laughs> Which I'm sure Skates might take out with time constraint. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> pretty good on time. Sweet. Um, all right, so that is it for the Helsing recap. And now, now it's... It's now. the moment you've all been waiting for. And I must give Paul tremendous props for pulling this off. He was very oh. persistent, and it paid off. All right, wait, real quick. <laughs> this was the second hardest interview I've ever had to get. <laughs> I think you all know who the first one was. Yeah. That one That one took me, was it six-month sketch to get Steve Bloom almost? I don't know, man. I wasn't hosting Mag then. Oh, my God. Oh, I had to. I actually stopped trying to get Steve, and Daniel's like, oh, here's his agent. I'm like, oh, well, I'll try him. Two seconds later, you persistent little bastard. Fuck. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Apparently always going through the agent, that's the way to do it. Yes. Um, the only well, way to get to the balloon was through the agent. Well, I had to do it a different way this time. So, mm-hmm. And I love how somebody like asked me on SFM, so how did you get Johnny? The magician doesn't m- reveal his secrets. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I'll get you a nice, if we I'll all you a told nice... you how to get these people, why would you listen to our podcast? <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> but anyways, it is my pleasure and my honor to present this interview with Johnny Young Bosch. Hey guys, welcome to this Toonami Faithful exclusive. And uh, with me tonight, I have a couple hosts that we usually have on the Toonami Faithful podcast. Introduce yourselves, gentlemen. You first. Well, Paul Pascrillo's here. <laughs> I was actually talking about Darrell. Oh, um, my, my bad. <laughs> Resident black man here, Samurai Darrell Maddox. And your usual host, Sketch. And for this exclusive, we have a very special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Uh, how's it going? I'm Johnny Young Bosch, and that's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you for coming on. We know that you're busy, um, so we're yeah. not going to waste any more of your time and just get started. First question that we have is, uh, how did you get started in voice acting? Yeah, uh, well, let's see. Uh, it was actually, uh, you know, it was uh, after Power Rangers, the, uh, the stunt guys who were Japanese, Alpha Stunt Team, uh, wanted to shoot an action film. And so uh, the camera they had was a Japanese camera, and uh, the sound guys weren't. And so when the audio, uh, when they were recording, the audio got screwed up somehow, and uh, I had to go in and dub myself. And as I was dubbing myself in this independent film, uh, the producer walked in and heard my voice and said, hey, will you uh, come audition uh, for this animation I'm doing? Uh, You got a good hero voice. And uh, I said, sure. So I went in, auditioned, and uh, I booked my first role as a uh, Vash in Trigun. Nice, sweet, nice. Yeah, um, so it's kind of a fluke, really. Was that Tony Oliver? No, it wasn't. Tony Oliver uh, was—he uh, was with us. Uh, I mean, when, when we did Power Rangers and stuff. Um, and he's—he's he's obviously a, a, an actor and a, a director, a voiceover director as well. But, but no, that wasn't him. That wasn't his project at, at all. So uh, when you transitioned from Power Rangers to voice acting, was that easy or hard for you to do? 
Um, it was different, you know. It was a whole different thing. And uh, on Power Rangers, Power Rangers was, I mean, it's a kids show, so, um, you know, and I was I was more the background ranger. You know, I didn't have a whole lot of, uh, you know, dialogue or anything really other than a couple fight sequences. And then, um, you know, going into a voiceover, I was getting lead roles, you know. So it was a bit more challenging uh, in that aspect. But, um, you know, it was a lot more fun too, you know. Um, because it was, uh, there were real stories, has uh, quite a bit more acting involved. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was difficult and it was, uh, you know, I had, uh, good directors in the beginning, Leah Sargent and, uh, Mary Elizabeth. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good thing. Yeah. It went from being the backup singer to the front, man. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, speaking of Power Rangers, um, if Savan were to offer you, a role on an upcoming Power Ranger series, would you be interested in that? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'd, uh, I mean, I got uh, sent that email that went around to everyone and asking if we were interested in uh, returning for the uh, Mega something or other. And uh, I replied back and I said, yeah, just let me know any details. And that was the end I heard of it. Oh. So, I mean, I was, you know, so yeah, I mean, I'd be interested, but, uh, you know, it's kind of weird now. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I would. I oh, didn't so, I thought at least. So they actually asked you to be a part of uh, that uh, that episode then? No, they didn't. They oh, asked, no. They asked a bunch of us if we were interested. Oh, okay. And then they decided to choose whoever they wanted that responded. You know. Mm-hmm. So they didn't. They didn't ask if I would. They just asked if I would be interested in doing something like that. And I said yes. And then they didn't say anything oh. as, as you can see paul is a big power ranger fan i am you know he's probably grinning and blushing right now anyway are you still red paul no <laughs> but that is interesting though that they that they didn't even like respond back because i would think that they would want you since you've been you've been a part of a couple of um because you were on the power rangers in space and you were also um what was that other episode sketch we were talking about once that a ranger yeah yeah, overdrive. Yeah. yeah. That was interesting because whenever you had the helmet on, it's like, it's Ichigo. <laughs> <laughs> Ichigo is a Power Ranger now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah that's, yeah, that's how I felt, actually, when I went in to go do a, I'll bet. the ADR. Well, the ADR was weird. You know, I showed up, like, you know, this is months later, you know. They, they bring me into Hollywood, some studio I've never been to, to dub. Um, and I go in and I'm waiting around and the engineer is there and he's looking at me. I'm looking at him. And I'm like, man, it's been 30 minutes, you know? And I'm like, Hey, so, uh, what's going on here? Uh, when are we going to get started? And he's like, are you ready? I was like, Oh, are you directing me? And he's like, no, no, we don't have a direct director. They said that you know what you're doing. And I was like, Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it was just weird. Oh. You know? <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. All right. But he wouldn't let me change some of it. Like, I, I, I didn't want to say more phenomenal, but he was like, nah, they said they really wanted you to say that. So. <laughs> That's so wrong, man. Something wrong with that. That's wrong. Well, speaking of the booth, um, what do you consider your most challenging role that you've recorded to date? Um, most challenging? That's a good question. Um, I think... Uh, uh, Eureka 7 was one of them. Um, Code Geass was another one that, that kind of started off. 
that way. And uh, Doraemon is a, is a pretty tough one, you know. And it's really more just because the pitch is pretty high. And, you know, I've got to find a way to keep the pitch um, in a place where I still have an emotional range and just not sound whiny the entire time, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, every everything is, you know, it's not easy, you know. But uh, I don't know. I think the most difficult stuff that I do is uh, the stuff that I don't even know the names of. I go in for a game and I'm playing Goblin number 13 and all he does is like howl and growl and scream and die. You know, those ones are always <laughs> tough because you burn out, you know, on games and you lose your voice and all that stuff. Well, actually, Jarrell, you had a question about uh, Eureka 7 while we're at it. Yeah, then, uh, and yeah. Yeah, see, like in Eureka Seven, a lot of us didn't know, so we wanted to know. Um, we didn't, we didn't know until the credits. Um, you know how you managed to get your voice in range? Cause seriously, man, you went from like just being manly to like, hold on, wait a minute, this is Johnny Young Bosch. How the hell he get that low, that low range? Cause I'm like, it looks like you went back through um the prepubescent stage, man. <laughs> Reverse <laughs> puberty. Yeah, no, that was uh, that's that that was an interesting thing, you know. I there were. I'd seen like at the studio that they were working on the show for a few weeks, you know, maybe even a couple months. And uh, then I get called in for an audition and I auditioned for a character and uh, they kept asking me to pitch him up. Tony Oliver was actually doing this one and uh, pitch him up, pitch him up higher, higher, higher. You know, I was like, okay, that's weird, but all right. And so I did it, you know, and then I, then I booked it and they're like, oh, so this is actually the lead. They didn't like the way things were before. And so, uh, you know, they're talking about the Japanese company didn't like what was done before they had a different cast. So basically they just recast. Um, and, uh, this person totally could have done it. I'm not going to say his name, but he's a great actor, voice actor and could have told, totally pulled it off. But, uh, you know, I think it's just miscommunication. Um, and so, you know, they just had me do it. And I think they were kind of afraid that they didn't want me to get replaced. So they just wanted me to pitch them up as high as I could throughout, you know, most of it, like, you know, all through like episodes like 20 and 25 somewhere in there is when I knew in the beginning whenever they're pitching having me to pitch him up really really high that I was like I'm gonna lose some emotional range you know I need, I need to bring him down every once in a while and uh, they would let me occasionally but not always you know and uh, my fear my biggest fear was that he was gonna sound whining you know and uh, not have any other range um, so it was kind of tough for me to, to gauge that you know um, I just had to trust Tony and everybody else working on it that this is it's gonna feel right. Eventually, around you know episode twenty or somewhere in there, they they let me bring him down and, and play with him a little bit lower, but still keeping that range of uh, pitching him up as high as possible, but then dipping him down just a bit, you know, uh, for emotional I guess character. But uh, yeah, that was tough, you know. It was that was my first time to really pitch up a character as high as possible. It was strange. You got my fucking respect on that for real, man, because yeah, I couldn't have yeah, did yeah. that. There, my vote cards would have burned out in 30 seconds. There, there was no <laughs> ball kicking involved. Yeah, I'm about to say. Uh, no, that's well, what we do to Paul. They had a uh, couple uh, Asians come in to squeeze, you know. Just to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they had to be Asian. Uh, <laughs> well, Sketch, I'll let you ask uh, the next couple questions if you like. Oh, certainly. Um, what would you say was the role that you had the most fun playing? Uh, the most fun? Uh, Ichigo is a lot of fun. Um, Ichigo, Hollow Ichigo. Bash was a lot of fun. Uh, man, I mean, there's a lot, you know. Hmm. 
uh, you know what? Which one I really had a lot of fun on is uh, we did uh, uh, we did a uh, Yu-Gi-Oh Zexel, which uh, four kids was doing at the same time, and there's like this you know lawsuit going on, um, and so the Japanese company was kind of behind the one we were doing, and they were doing one in New York, wherever, and uh, I, we had so much freedom. And uh, I felt like I honestly poured in my best work ever. My best performances just across the board. And uh, everyone did. You know, there's a lot of people in it. And uh, it, it's great. It was a great series. The version that we did was was really awesome and a lot of fun. Um, it was just so much fun. I really had a lot of fun on it. And But then uh, they lost the lawsuit, and so our version is never going to see the light of day. But uh, it was the most fun, I guess. But, hey, the check's cleared, right? Now, most Toonami faithful would know you for the roles in Trigun, Bleach, and of course, recently, Space Dandy. What are some voice acting roles that you think not many of uh, the listeners would be aware of? Um, uh, well... <laughs> you mentioned monsters and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think... Uh... I mean, there's, there's, I, you know, I should pull up a list of things that I've done. Uh, I'm a couple characters in Persona 4. Um, I'm in Code Geass, but I think most people know that, really. Um, trying to think of something that people don't really. How about uh, Klaus from Last Exile? That was another one that was kind of a younger, younger tone. Mm. Um, mm, right. Yeah. Uh, and Wolf's Rain was another one that I really enjoyed. And even, even Kanada and Akira. But uh, that always gets uh, mixed uh, feelings, you know, because that was one of the earlier ones, for me at least. And so I know when I first saw it, it was confusing as heck, but uh, <clears throat> that's probably why people don't get into it as much. How about something that was really off of your regular voice, something where you got to really play around? Um, there's a couple games I did. I, I don't even know the, the name of the game, but it's it some mech game. And I played some, uh, really, I don't know, ghetto Afro guy. Yeah. And the voice I did, I don't even remember the voice I did, but I, I remember thinking, what am I doing? Um, the whole time I was like, wait, is this working? And it, it, but it felt right, sounded okay. Um, I also played a, a giant chicken head in some some other game. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, that, that's that's a problem though with a lot of the games is I don't recall any of the names. A lot of times they don't tell us the names. You know, they'll just put the uh, they'll just say Namco or something like that. You know, just so we don't talk about it and whatnot. Um, a lot of those games, even yeah, the this thing I mentioned, there's like I played a goblin in some game that tore my throat up um and i don't even know the name of that but i died like a ton of different ways in there now speaking of space dandy how'd you get involved with that show uh you know it was a show that i i'd seen uh, only previews of you know i never really caught the show um and they're doing that uh, in texas at funimation and uh, i get an email from zach who's directing and uh he's like hey uh Johnny, how's it going? Uh, we got this uh, show called Space Dandy, and uh, there's a character in there who's a rock star, and uh, he's his name is Johnny. Uh, would you like to play him? <laughs> and uh, I was like, of course. <laughs> of course I want to play him. Um, just made sense to me, you know? Um, and then uh, not knowing much about the show, you know, going in and doing that episode just blew me away. It's a wild show. 
um, crazy characters and just, just, I mean, it seems like so much fun, you know, and I'm just waiting for them to release like a box set so I can bug Zach and see if I can get one for free. <laughs> We're all waiting on the Space Dandy box set. <laughs> right? Oh, man. Yeah, we did, uh, I think, I don't know if they'll use it, but we did commentary over it, too, just for kicks. Oh, boy. Jose didn't like hearing that. Yeah, they, I mean, Funimation's real good about that stuff. They do a ton of that extra feature stuff. Now, you've been cast as the brother of characters played by Bryce Pavenbrook in both Blue Exorcist and Blood Knight. What do you think of that? You know, I thought it was funny, actually. The first time I was just like, hey, you know, this is nothing. You know, But the second time I was like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is there a pattern here? Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I have no problem with it, you know. Maybe they think that our, our voices are very similar or kind of close, you know, and they, maybe we sound like brothers. Um, Bryce is a great actor, too, and a great guy, too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know why that happened. But, uh, it, I mean, it's kind of like with Yuri, you know. I feel like I play opposite him quite often, too, you know. Yeah. Paul, you want to continue? Sure. Uh, when you auditioned for Bleach, were there other roles you auditioned for other than Ichigo? And uh, were you surprised to be cast as Ichigo? Yeah, I auditioned for uh, Kone as well and uh, Udiu, um, Udahara. Uh, there might have been a couple others, but uh, I mean, those were the main ones that, that went in other than Ichigo. Um, and uh, yeah, I was stoked to get it, really. I was like, whoa, sweet. Got a, I didn't know much about the show, to be honest. I just knew that it was popular because I saw a bunch of kids dressing as a character, and I'd seen it at a couple of conventions. Um, so um, when I got cast, I was like, man, I better really research this. And so I started watching it, you know, because I just want to know where the character's going, what am I going to do. Um, and I ended up watching, like, 60 episodes in, like, a week. Because um, once you get into it, you know, you just get hooked. And you're like, oh, man, he's going to save her? What's going on? Um, so I just got stuck watching it, you know, and staying up late and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I was, I was super excited to get that role. Okay. And when you were hired for Bleach, did you think it would become as big as it did? You know, I had no idea, really. I just knew that it was popular, uh, at least among some of the fans, because I, like I said, I'd seen, you know, some, some kids dressed as characters and, and seeing like little dolls here or there, or plushies, I guess. Um, but I didn't know how big the show was, you know, um, or was going to be. Uh, now it's like, it's probably, uh, it might, it's up there. It's like, uh, other than Power Rangers and, and Trigun, it's the other show that most people relate me to, I guess, you know, or, or have something of for me to sign. So it's definitely one of the most popular ones that I've worked on. Speaking of episodes, because you said you watched them, um, do you have a favorite episode of the series? And uh, if so, what episode and why? You know, I, there's not like an episode that I think stands out. There's more just certain moments here or there, you know, like the first time uh, Haluichigo shows up, you know, uh, the, the fight with Byakuya, uh, meeting Kimpachi, you know, Renji. Um, those moments were all really, really cool, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's really just how I see it. I don't see them as, as more episodes for me because um, I didn't really watch other than the 60 episodes, you know. I mean, I watched a couple here and there just to see uh, how it came out, if I felt weird about it, you know. Um, but, 
yeah, there's not an episode. There's more just moments as I was doing it that that, that stand out. Another question that we like to ask uh, some voice actors is, did you ever record with any of the other voice actors uh, on Bleach? Like, were you in the same room? Not for Bleach, no, because it's anime. Uh, most of the times, anime, uh, you don't do it that way. Uh, that's, uh, you know, prelay stuff or, you know, that's, uh, I mean, some video games are that way. Um, but most of the time, uh, with anime, you know, you're, you're in there by yourself, you know. Um, so it's the other stuff, the prelay, the, the, the cartoons that you're doing that, uh, you know, you do the voices and then they're going to animate, you know, not the other way around. If it's already animated, it's a, it's a little it's a little tricky to uh, have more than one person in there because there's mul- multiple beeps and th- it just would be kind of confusing. So there are rumors that uh, Bleach may return in the, in the near future, at least in Japan. Uh, if this should happen, would you like to return to the role of Ichigo if you have a chance? No, not at all. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah, of course I would. Of course, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, it ended okay, you know. I, but it didn't end satisfying enough for me, you know. Right. Uh, or even, or even the fans, you know. I know that they're because the manga's still going, you know. Uh, if the manga had ended, then it'd be like, okay, well, hey, that's the end. But it's still going, you know. Uh, you guys probably already know, or some of you know, you know. It's like it's still going, so you want to see some of that stuff, you know. Um, Damn right, I do. <laughs> exactly, you know. There's so much more that's to be seen and and to to find out and discover, you know. So, yeah, of course, absolutely. I kind of hope they do, you know. Finish yeah, it up, yeah. bang, right? Exactly. Yeah, man. You know, you do the music thing too, man. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, I got a band. Uh, we're called I Shine, E Y E S H I N E. Um, we have a website, iShine.net, or you can check us out on Facebook, uh, iShine Music. Um, we've got about 11 albums. Um, we're independent. We're unsigned. We, uh, we're finishing up an album now. Uh, we have 11 songs on this album, but then I, I just added two more uh, two days ago, and so we're going back in for a couple more drums and stuff like that here this weekend, and uh, hopefully we'll have this ready to go uh, the end of November. We're hoping. Um but most likely December. Yeah, so it's just something that uh, it actually just happened. It happened after Power Rangers, to be honest with you. I had this guitar that uh, was, you know, I mean, I, I was going to learn how to play or teach myself how to play, and I never did. And uh, I went through a rough time right after Power Rangers. I couldn't really get a job. Um, and, and this was before getting into any of the voiceover stuff. And, uh, you know, I had like this guitar and this busted cot and I literally had two trash bags full of clothes and I would live with you know friends and whoever would let me stay with them for a while you know so I went in kind of this weird depression this uh, funk I guess and uh, I started to learn how to play uh, the guitar because I had nothing else and uh, coming up with songs and and learning how to play and, and learning to sing and all that stuff really brought me out of it um, it was kind of the only way for me, it was like the only way I could speak to God, like, you know, really, you know, and, uh, and let out my emotions. Cause it's hard for me to just sit here and say, oh, I've, I feel really bad. You know, I'm hurting inside, you know, it's just it's cheesy. It doesn't feel right. You know, but with the guitar, I can, I can just play a few chords and my emotions are just right there. And so it was, it was, you know, it was uh, therapeutic, I guess. And, uh, and so I thought, you know, 
in the back of my head, what if I started a band that can kind of have this positive message and, you know, give hope to other people that are in kind of a bad place like I was. Um, it wasn't like, this is our mission, we're going to do this. It was just something that was like, oh, we're going to do this thing, and if this happens, cool, you know. And uh, that's really how we started, you know. After then, I just kind of searched for some people who wanted to play, and that's how we just, yeah. so we've been going on, I guess we started in 2004, so, you know, 10 years. Music healed the soul, man. It heals the soul. Yeah. Amen, brother. Next question. Uh, Bleach has been on Adult Swim and now Toonami since 2006. <laughs> 2006. Uh, with Bleach ending on November 1st, what are your thoughts on the series, and were you glad it was able to be on Toonami? I'm totally glad it was on Toonami. I, I, I like the fact that uh, it was able to be seen by a, a good number of people, you know? And to have the support from fans, really. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's bittersweet, you know? It's one of those things where you're working on it for so long that you kind of, you start taking it for granted, really, you know? And, and it's like, oh, it's there, it's there. You know, I've always got that, but now it's gone. And it's like, hmm, kind of, you, you kind of feel empty inside, you know? For me, at least, there's something... It was special for me. It wasn't special for everyone working on it, but for me, it was definitely special. And uh, so it's kind of it's kind of sad to not have that anymore. Um, and that's also why I kind of hope that you know it comes back so we can finish out with a bang. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was good. It was a good run. You know, it was fun for me. Are there any series that you would like to see on Toonami? Well, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about every? Can I say everything that I've ever worked on? <laughs> I don't work. know if Doraemon's really appropriate. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, oh, I totally just—I mean, I, I would like to see all sorts of stuff on there. You know, I'd like to see Wolf's Rain get another run. You know, and, and be out there a bit more. But it's just one of those ones. It's a great show, but you know, it just didn't have, didn't you know, grow legs. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'd like to see Code Geass. I, yeah, I don't know. Anything that I've ever worked on is <laughs> the best answer for me. <laughs> All right, and finally, do you have any last words for the Bleach fans out there? I first off want to say thanks for the support. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's tough, really. Yeah, I, I do appreciate everyone out there, and uh, it's sad that it's gone, but uh, you know, there's there's still the manga to hang on to, and and I'm kind of following it as well, not uh, reading it because I'm kind of hoping that we get to start doing it again. Um, but uh, I'm going to see most everybody <laughs> that I can because uh, I still make appearances and travel around to the conventions. So uh, if you're a Bleach fan, make sure you come look for me because uh, we could at least share that. Um, but, yeah, thanks so much for the support. And, uh, yeah, be cool. <laughs> Awesome. Don't cry. It's over. <laughs> I'm not going to cry. Yeah, just read the cry. It'll be all right. Read the manga. <laughs> well, <laughs> some of our fans can't read. There are more stories. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Just look at the pictures, folks. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, uh, sorry. <laughs> the pictures are pretty. <laughs> just uh, uh, <laughs> pick up the manga. I'll pick Ooh, up look, a sword. Read it. Well, thank you, Johnny, for being on. Yeah, no problem, man. I appreciate you guys uh, reaching out. I know that you reached out a couple times, too. I'm glad we could do this. 
I'm glad we got you. And we'll be right back with uh, the show, guys. But by, and by the way, I gotta I, I gotta commend Darrell for asking that question he did because uh, I really I, I forgot to put something in there about his band and we were actually looking for another question to ask him and you know it actually turned out really well so thank you Darrell for doing that. That's and by the way, the man's heart is through his band. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and again, thank you Johnny for coming on. Um, we appre- we know that you're busy and I, I really truly do appreciate you coming on. Um, so thanks again for doing that. Hopefully I wasn't too persistent. <laughs> don't worry about it. You can just cuss them out later, Johnny. Just tell yeah, me a piece of shit. Just don't use Bonkai on me. That's all I care about. Just, you can, you can morph into a black ranger and beat the shit out of me. Just don't use Bonkai. Cause I feel that would hurt even more. <laughs> it would hurt your yeah, soul. You, I know. Oh, soul, soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, maybe we didn't pick the best week to ask people what they thought they should play for movie month, or maybe we did, but oh my god, we got to get through these quick. <laughs> uh, there's no way getting through these quick, but go ahead. <laughs> JC Mon writes in, "Ghost in the Shell 25th anniversary was just released. That would be a good old school follow up, like Akira last year." I think the guys at Stars own it though, so they might have to do some uh, extraneous business there. Yeah, I got to talk to Anchor Bay. Same thing with Redline. Mm. Yeah. I I feel like they should be able to do that. It it's it's just another company, and they probably want their stuff on TV. Well, I I do think like something. I, I think Redline is probably more where they would try to go to the company and be like, okay, we have all these people that want to see this movie. We yeah, know it's probably. Gonna do well. We know it's going to do well ratings wise. Can we work something out? So, you know, I'm hoping if it's not DBZ Battle of the Gods, which, again, I just threw that out there just being like, oh, that would be awesome if they could do that. I feel like that's a lock. I, I don't know why. I just feel like it's a lock. I I, I don't – I know Unless it's a it's lock. too soon, but I – That's what I was going to say, yeah. That could I, go either way. It could go either way, and uh, uh, to your point, Jim, I do feel it's a lock for Toonami, and I do think Adult oh, Swim – I do think Adult Swim has already gone to Funimation and says, fuck Nickelodeon. <laughs> You're giving that shit to us. Because <laughs> you know damn well Nickelodeon's going, so can we have this? And they're, you know. I... No, you know Nickelodeon's just going to air it sometime when nobody's going to be home to watch it. Exactly. So, Whereas with, uh, you know, it's going to be aired at like, you know, noontime or something like that. Kids don't go home for lunch like they used to. <laughs> so... Uh, no, I went to the bar. I, I will. I will say this. I do think Battle of Gods will be on there at some point. I can't say. I would say it's fifty-fifty for it to be on December month. Yeah. If it gets there, it's going to be like completely that. awesome. If it isn't there, I won't be so disappointed as some people might be because 
Really? I mean, I think that's eight. It was so, just released. Yeah, it was released. Blu-ray. So. It was just released, and plus, that's going to cost them a shitload of money to broadcast, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, you're going to have to go through 20th Century Fox, now, too, likely. Um, I don't know how that's going to work, but I'd like to think so. I'd like to think <sighs> that's part of the uh, whole kit so there. So getting back to Ghost in the Shell, uh, <laughs> wonderful remaster and all that, but I was, I was actually talking to Jose about the possibility of Toonami maybe playing Ghost in the Shell. And there is a lot of Im- you-can't-get-rid-of-it kind of nudity in that. Yeah, like that whole scene true. building the the body. Yeah. Yeah, that's they'd, kind of they'd have to mosaic that stuff, and I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, well, it's important to the scene, and also it's, yeah, like you said, it is kind of unavoidable. And there's a part at the end, too. Exactly. Yeah, there's there's, um, there's more nudity in that than than you might remember. You might think. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not as if they can't play it. It just may be a factor. I, I think I honestly think that if it's not Battle of Gods, it's probably gonna be Redline. That's, that's I hope Redline. That's my I hope it's Redline. And I, I'm gonna still I'm gonna still stick to what I'm thinking it is. I, I'm still gonna f- stick to the fact that I think that we're definitely gonna get. A DBZ movie in that month, and well, now that we know that it's probably going to be two that are going to repeat, so hopefully it's either Redline or Battle of the Gods, and then let's just say Akira and Akira and Summer Wars. I'd like to think since yeah. those two, I think, did the best ratings wise, if I remember right, right. correctly. But but let, let's let's continue because we have a lot of <laughs> listener mm-hmm. mail, so let's let's stop right there. Michael L writes in my month of movies predictions are. FMA, Sacred Star of Milos, DBZ, Battle of Gods, Red Line, and Bayonetta, Bloody Flame. <laughs> Bl- Bloody Flame? Bloody Flame? Bloody Flame. Um, you I got say, on me? I would say you probably are going to get two. Two of what? Two of those, Two maybe. of those. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Red Line. Oh, this next one is not going to happen. <laughs> Matthew Cole Morgan writes in, I was thinking about a Western action show for Toonami, and I feel Batman Under the Red Hood as a movie would suit Toonami perfectly. It would, but getting it is going to be trouble. No, no, no. Expensive. That's Mm. the reason why they haven't had any DC on there. It's too expensive. Dude, you would have a better chance of walking in Fort Knox and getting a piece of bar gold than getting Mm. that right now. Probably still a better chance than getting anything from uh, anything from Sentai, though. Right. Dude, Sentai is harder than trying to take a <laughs> That's harder than trying to take a virgin's maidenhead, man. Um, and actually, when we get into this next talk back, I want to talk about something really quickly. Inuyasha-san87 writes in for the month of movies: Bleach, Hellverse, FMA, Milos, Inuyasha, Castle Beyond the Looking Glass, and the Cowboy Bebop movie. It seems like we're actually kind of... We should start saying that Toonami has a stronger relationship with Viz now. And I'm kind of hoping that getting Inuyasha Final Act actually will allow us to get not just Viz series, but as you know, Inuyasha-san has, has put in here, a Bleach movie... An Inuyasha movie. I think we could. I think you know more likely it would be a Bleach movie because Bleach is leaving, so people would want to see those people that miss Bleach would want to see more of it, and I think it would actually translate well. 
Um, Inuyasha also is very popular, so seeing any of the movies on the block would, is probably a possibility as well. So I'm hoping that we can see more Viz movies. And to be honest with you, I would prefer to see a Viz movie this time than to see like a DVZ movie or even Redline or that, just because I'd like to see some more variety. Because last time we just had straight up Funimation stuff. Don't get me wrong, I like Funimation, but I'd like to see some more variety as well. Uh, I think I'll save these until after we read this email from Starstorm, because it's about movies. Apparently it's longer than War and Peace, so uh, (laughs) settle in, kids. Oh my fucking god. Okay. Good god. You know what you know what, Sketch, why don't we leave some of this for next week too? But let's read this this email. And an an abridged version. (laughs) Good God. Man. I mean I I I appreciate the length and breadth of it, but I mean I can read this abridged real quick if you want me to. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, let, um, let's just sum it up as uh, these are Starstorm's suggestions for movie month. Right. Battle of Gods, Ghost in yes, the Shell, Cowboy Bebop movie, Blue Exorcist movie. And uh, then they could get something from Aniplex. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Monaco, Magi- <laughs> Monaco. Monaco Magica. <laughs> Monaco Magica Beginnings Eternal. And uh, Black Lagoon. Black Lagoon, Roberta's Blood Trail, which is an OVA that they could piece together into a movie, but I feel like that's yeah. just too much work. Yeah. It is a lot of work, man. You just have to watch the damn OVAs and buy it. <laughs> well, Sides. you know, that they, they Sides. could be... Sides, shower scene. That's all you need. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, whatever they air, I do hope it's good. Also, if they dare decide to play SAO Extra Edition, I'm going to go all Helsing Episode 5 on William Street. <laughs> Okay, well put, Starstorm. Well put. Uh, I'm. The, you know what? It just would make. It, I'd be gobsmacked because playing Sao Extra Edition would just make no sense. Uh, should we read the next email too, as well? Or I think we could probably read this whole one. Okay. So Jim, why don't you do that? So Admiral Sato or Santos, however you prefer, loving that sand in Tampa, Florida. He says, before Don East interrupted everybody, I would love to see the Blue Exorcist movie on Toonami. Why? First of all, it's an Anaplex property, so it would be a first for an Anaplex movie. Second, the animation is very unique from other Shonen movies, and the music for the action is beautiful. Otherwise, other movies for the month, Redline, Eva 3.33, Wolf Children, It's the Holidays, and there's plenty of adventure in it, which makes up for the action, and there's a sappy ending, Ghost of the Shell, Jinro the Wolf Brigade, Just a Wish But It's Impossible, yeah, I mean, I would love Jinro as well, but it just doesn't fit the format. It's the too slow paced. It's too slow paced. It really um, is. Wonderful movie, though. Uh, Animatrix, Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust would also be nice. That's all, but I, I wish you guys a. I wish I could you guys a list of Western movies, but all I know are Batman ones, and the other ones are owned by more exclusive companies, which would make very expensive to air. Best of luck and have an awesome week. P.S. Shows for Toonami in the future. Okay. Sword Art 2. Kill a Kill. There have been far worse things that aired on TV for nudity, and it was way underage, and I don't even want to explain it. Ooh. Plus, it's a fun show with laughs and action. Terror in Resonance. A terrorist thriller with plenty of action and mystery. It's No Kids on the Slope. Not dubbed yet. JoJo. Not dubbed yet. Gundam Unicorn. And for the classics, Evangelion, Cardcaptor Sakura, and Sailor Moon, of course. Western shows, though, well... All I can say is hopefully one day Adult Swim can find a budget to make a show with Titmouse, DC, or Marvel. 
depends. Sure. So we'd have yet another reason to have those guys on again. <laughs> yes. Super Joe, Super Joe for Tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> that is just crazy talk. Crazy talk, I tell you. Okay. Um, and scrolling back, uh, just a couple of quick ones. Uh, Jenny W nine writes in bleach. No bleach. Why? It's not even the last episode and I'm crying. You are tearing me apart bleach. I guess I probably should have put that in the bleach section. Maybe I'll move it. (laughs) And Michael Cole Morgan. This is like third, 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 man. fourth thing, man. Consider <laughs> yourself lucky. This is your third strike, Matthew. <laughs> wow, what Thanks a day so. of news! I see we're getting Inuyasha the final act, and Helsing is canned. Mixed emotions galore. Although I won't deny my disappointment in Helsing leaving the block. That really added a dark tone for the block. Well, it ain't just about being dark. It's about being good while having uh, more, uh, having a more adult slant. And well, uh, Helsing does that. For sure. Bills, baby. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just one of those things. And honestly, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have rolled out Inuyasha Final Act this soon if it weren't for that. Because they're about to do yeah. movies. And we don't... I I would think maybe if they start the movies at 11.30, they would possibly be done by 2 each night. So Inuyasha could still air. But I don't know. Depends on what they do. You all listen to that voicemail from Arthur, right? Yes. Yeah. We should probably respond to that. Hey, guys. It's Arthur from San Antonio, Texas. How you guys doing? It's been a while. Um, what I think should be played for the month of movies, of course, Battle of Gods, um, Redline, and um, what else? is Maybe one of the Tenchi movies. And what is another Funimation? That's all I can think of off the top of my head. And Paul, some of your suggestions for a DBZ month of movie. What are you thinking? I just have to say that's, I agree with Allison. Some of your ideas are dumb. Including with um, Short Art Online 2 going at 1130. There are some sexual scenes. That's all I have to say about that. Anybody have a response? Yeah, it may all makes sense. It all no, makes uh, sense, but um, Arthur, I'm still gonna kill you. <laughs> and um, also, uh, well, it was it was all a DBC, a whole DBC month of movies was was a good idea until he said we were going to rerun movies, so <laughs> I guess that's out the window anyway, so there you go. Uh, we're going to go ahead and save Stump the Samurai for the final Bleach-related episode, so go ahead and keep sending in your questions. Uh, yes, I received your questions, Terry and uh, Inuyasha-san87. We got your questions, and we will go ahead and uh, hit those up next time. Can you stump the samurai? Damn, we actually had questions because I closed out the um, agenda. <laughs> Good thing, because you shouldn't look at them. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, fuck it. <laughs> I'm not interested. I'm going to kick ass anyway. I don't Kiss know. Some of, these, some of these might stump you. 
We gotta oh, get no. the millionaire music. <laughs> Is that your final bunkai? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Whoa, laughing like Joker over there. Yeah, I know. Ooh, right. Betsy! <laughs> let's, uh... Let's get out of here. Let's get the hell out of here, because we've been here too long. And Paul um, stinks. Yeah, anyways. Um, so you can leave us a voicemail. Uh, the phone number is 585-487-8277 if you guys want to call in. And uh, leave us a voicemail and tell us what you think. Um, you can also, if you wanted to record something and send it to us, uh, you can email us at podcast.tunamifaithful.com. You can send us your feedback that way as well. Um, again, email us at podcast.tunamifaithful.com with all your feedback, anything about the podcast and whatnot. Uh, let us know how we're doing, you know, everything like that, you know. So uh, podcast.tunamifaithful.com for our email. Uh, please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Podomatic and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. And you can tumble with us on Tumblr at Tsunami Faithful Official.tumblr.com. And you can also visit us at podcast.tunamifaithful.com for all the episodes from the podcast. And again, we're trying to still figure out what we're going to do uh, with the podcast for older episodes. So once we know something, we'll let you guys know in the future. But anyways, um, it's time to get out of here. So, Jim, where can I find you? You can find me at ZeroAlucard27 on Twitter. And you can also email me at JimNelson at TsunamiFaithful.com if you're feeling lucky. That's it. Durrell. Okay, well, you can find me at Ukami underscore Samurai7 at Twitter.com. And you can tumble with me at Ukami Samurai7 at Tumblr.com. And... If you want to send me some emails, which you motherfuckers don't in the first place, um, you can do that at DerailMaddox at TsunamiFaithful.com. Sketch. Best way to get a hold of me is to, through Twitter. At Sketch1984 on Twitter. Sketch1984.tumblr.com And you can ask me silly questions on ask.fm backslash Sketch1984. And if you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can send those to sketch at tunamifaithful.com. And Paul. All right, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Scrillo. It's P-E-S-C-R-I-L-O. Yes. Shut the fuck up. You can uh, tumble with me on Tumblr, uh, paulscrillo.tumblr.com. Uh, I answered an, a question from Inuyasha-san on there about uh, how they... I don't remember what it was, but I, I basically explained how they go about the process of getting shows or what would qualify a show to be on Toonami or something. So take a look at that up there. Uh, you can actually also ask me questions like a lot of you guys were doing today, which I really appreciate and I love answering questions. Uh, ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo. Um, by the way, to the person whoever asked me, stop talking about American animation on an anime podcast. Um, See no anime podcast. I, I, I don't remember There's this being called... There's a ton of anime podcasts. Go listen to those. Yeah, I know. I, I don't remember this being called... <laughs> anime Tsunami. Faithful? Yeah, Anime Faithful or the Tsunami Anime no, no, Podcast. No, 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 no. Anime Faithful. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, uh, to be honest with you, it's Tsunami Faithful Podcast and action cartoons are part of Tsunami, so suck it. Um, <laughs> these nuts exactly and you can email me uh, using paulscrillo at tsunamifaithful.com uh, if you guys I would love your feedback even if it's not about the podcast about the website because 
you know, I like the website the way it is, but I want to improve it any way that we can. We just put in a new chat. So if you have an account or did have an account, um, you should go get a new account because we do have a chat in there. It's a lot better. It works really well. Um, but you can only access it by having an account on TsunamiFaithful.com. So go out and get one right now because it's pretty, it's pretty good. So um, hopefully you guys like that better. And I would like to know if there's anything else you'd like us to add to the, the uh, you know. We need your feedback. This is your chance to manipulate the manual, guys. Yes, ask not what Toonami Faithful can do for you, but what you can do for Toonami Faithful. Give me booze, please. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for the podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview we did this week. Um, thank you guys for listening every week. We have more interviews to go, and trust me, I'll exhaust myself even more to get some bigger and probably just as big as Steve Loom and Johnny. So look for any more interviews coming up. Bold words. Um, yes, bold words, because I am good like that. But anyways, um, that is it for this week's podcast. Thank you for listening each and every week, as I've said. Thank you for listening to the Tommy Faithful Podcast. But that's it for this week. Peace. We're out. Deuces! season and this episode will be up <laughs> shortly before halloween we thought perhaps we could pick out a few animated series for you to enjoy for halloween entertainment mm-hmm. so uh the easy place to start is with an episode that ran on tsunami it's the bleach halloween episode uh Darrell, i believe you can explain this one a bit better than i can but uh, it's kind of a gimmick episode um, talking about the um, let's see, the Bleach episode with Ricky Ricky. Yeah, exactly, Ricky Ricky. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. The Bleach. I, I'm talking about every time. I, I kind of I remember it, but I don't remember at the same time because I know Ichigo wakes up and all of a sudden there, you know, it's Ichigo Kun is, and then Ruki looks like a small damn genie. Mm-hmm. Ruki is like a little fairy. Uh, Ichigo looks like, I guess, is supposed to be like the Frankenstein monster. Um, let's see. Ru- um, Rangiku, I believe, is a, uh, I believe, is supposed to be a witch, but she's a witch in the same way that Blair was in Soul Re- in Soul Eater. Um, I almost said Soul Reaper. Jesus. Um, and uh, I think um, Uryu is supposed to be Dracula. But everybody's got a uh, everybody's got a, a um, uh, famous movie monster uh, yeah. attached. Okay, to it. yeah, I think. Um, hold on, 
it was episode three or four, if I'm not mistaken, though. You can find it on um, you can find it on Hulu. Uh, all you have to do is just do a. Uh, actually, it's also on Crunchyroll too. Just do a uh, Bleach Halloween episode um, Google search, and you'll be able to find it no problem. It's more yeah. funny than anything else, but um, I just think that's a good place to start, especially if you're not real, if you're into Bleach and you like the uh, funny side episodes that they do. Oh, wait a minute. Rukia was a succubus and um, mm-hmm. Miyaki was an incubus. Ah, so, okay. Yeah. So it was still funny, though, man. And Ichigo was Frankenstein. Hisugaya was um, a wolf boy. Yes, Hitsugaya was the wolf man, yes. Yeah, basically Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But it was still a good episode, and for some reason, Orihime... Well, let's see, Rangiku was a witch, and I think Orihime was a pumpkin. And so, you were right, though. Uriyu was a um, vampire, though. Okay, that's that bit I do remember. But yeah, that's a, that's a place to start if you're looking for something funny. Now, if you're looking for actual horror anime, there's a lot of places you can turn. But I'm mostly going to recommend the stuff that... Uh, one, that I've seen, and two, that I own in my collection. Uh, if you're looking for something kind of horrifying, like a Japanese horror, but with a little bit of schlock to it, um, Doom Megalopolis is a place to go. Uh, you can get it pretty cheap. It's an old ADB series. Um, it does have a lot of uh, th- uh, themes in it that might make your skin crawl, like, in a bad way. But uh, it is kind. it does have a lot of uh, stuff to do with, like, you know, uh, demon summoning and, you know, trying to destroy Tokyo because reasons and stuff like that. Um... Another one that I own uh, that is actually really good for horror is uh, Hell Girl, and this spawned a bunch of different series. Um, Hell Girl is a series where if you you can uh, ask for, you can uh, visit this place uh, online or on your cell phone, if I remember correctly, and uh, you can basically get revenge on somebody uh, who has been you know who has been bullying you or mistreating you, something like that. It's basically a revenge website, and this um, demon girl will basically torture them, uh, mentally torture them until they kill themselves. And uh, but, however, there is a price to pay, and I believe that is your soul once you die. So, you know, it, it's a kind of like, you know, will you sacrifice your soul for short-term uh, gain and things like that? Kind of like um, Death Note a little bit. Almost, almost. Not exactly, but just a little bit, you know. You could say Death Note's also a horror anime in that regard, or suspense, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely so, suspense. Do you guys have any picks at all? Uh, yeah, I actually got Princess Resurrection. That was pretty good. It's kind of got a little bit of comedy, action, fantasy in it. You know, you have um, Hiro and Princess Hime, and they have all these little adventures, you know, dealing with all these different types of monsters. You have basically fishmen, werewolves. And basically, it's like the royal family are supposedly Phoenix, but the basically all the people, like the young ones of the um, royal family, they're basically in a war trying to kill each other. So, because there can't be too many of these people in the royal family, because somebody will fight for the throne, they'll throw the world in disarray and everything. So, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty interesting. I really can't give you a whole lot on it because it's been a second since I've seen it, but it is worth checking out, though. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, if we're going to stick with the Toonami route, uh, Blue Exorcist, you could say, is kind of a horror anime because, uh, you know, of the uh, stuff involved. Uh, Another, which actually is from Sentai Filmworks, is a uh, really scary horror anime from what I've uh, seen. Corpse Party is another one that comes to mind. 
And of course, there's a Higurashi as well. Uh, the first series is the Ooh, only yeah. one that has ever been released. Uh, but uh, they also released Umineko um, over here. Yeah, uh, NIS America released it. Wow. And so uh, that's, that also works. There's also uh, Blood the Last Vampire, Blood Sea, and Blood Plus, stuff like that. Isn't there a, a Blood... Isn't there a movie for Blood yeah. Sea? Yeah, yeah. that's... Uh, Oh, okay. For Bloodsea, I, I wasn't sure, but yeah, there's um, Blood the Last Vampire. You know, uh, that's that was the original movie that spawned the entire franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you if you want to go real old school, there's Vampire Hunter D and Vampire oh. Hunter D Bloodlust. Bloodlust oh, yeah. is infinitely superior to the original, though. But Vampire Hunter D, man, it's just a classic, man. I, I just, mm-hmm. I really can't get over that one because I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, it's it's not hard to f- go with any... Uh, actually, Ghost Hunt is another one. And uh, oh, I got that yeah. one recently. I got that one recently, thanks to Jennifer. So, um, so yeah, that's another good one. That's more of a traditional, um, you know, Japanese ghost story kind of anime. But if you want something horror with, a, with the... Again, with the humorous slant, you got to get with ghost stories. Uh, that recently <laughs> got rescued by... Uh, discotech so the entire series is available from them nice yeah so um if you guys don't know about ghost stories let me fill you in it was a uh, show that uh pretty much bombed in japan it was a traditional um you know ghost uh, you know ghost show and stuff like that you know summer ghost stories because the summer ghost story is kind of a a tradition in japan and stuff like that um but adv back in 2005, I think it was, they picked it up for a song and a dance uh, because they just wanted to make their money back. The Japanese distributor just wanted to make their money back. And they said that they could do anything that they wanted. The guys at ADV said, anything? And so, um, in the dub that made Stephen Foster's career, um, basically they just took a hatchet to the plot. They said, okay, fuck the plot. Fuck all this shit. We're basically going to go with everything possible. And so it's filled with, uh, you know, pop culture jokes from 2005. The characters have been completely rewritten. Uh, They got a uh, well-known comedian who usually works very, very blue to play the cat. And um, Monica Rial's character, who was originally a psychic, is a born-again Christian. Um, (laughs) They had another character who was who was uh, Jewish. Another uh, guy who, um, you know, is the, you know, the pervy jock and stuff like that. And um, they it, it's it's incredibly, incredibly funny. And there are uh, dub clips of it left, right and center on YouTube. It is hilarious. You've got to check that out if you're looking for something, uh, you know, horror hilarious, as I like to call it. And it, the, the dub cast is a who's who of uh, mid 2000s ADV as well. Nice. Something a bit more recent. Uh, it's it starts out fairly comedic, but there is kind of a darker storyline to it. Uh, is this a zombie? Which Funimation ah, has yeah. put out? Uh, it's 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 schlocky, but it, you, you might enjoy it. It's about a a guy who's a zombie, but he doesn't he doesn't go eating people or anything he's he's just trying to live his life normally but he ends up living with a bunch of wacky characters uh, including a vampire ninja <laughs> <laughs> so definitely some horror elements there 
uh have to mention blood lad very yes. entertaining short series you can knock it out and on a halloween <laughs> you can knock it out in a weekend yet yeah. good good time halloween's there. a friday this uh, halloween's a friday this year kids Ooh. but it's not friday the 13th no it isn't because it's friday the 31st oh <laughs> 31st is 13 backwards Yeah, how you like that logic? <laughs> there you go. A little harmonization for you. Yeah. Uh, let me see. There was I, another... I can think of a, a few episodes of things. I mean, if you could track it down, always fun to watch the Halloween episode of Hamtaro. <laughs> there you go. Why uh, do y'all torture me? There's a... <laughs> There's some ghost story episodes of Sergeant Frog, which are pretty amusing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact episode numbers or titles, but they're in there somewhere. Again, Google search Sergeant Frog Halloween episodes. Yeah, we won't do all the work for you. <laughs> uh, you gotta watch the Cowboy Bebop movie. It takes place on Halloween. Or if you need just the episode, Toys in the Attic. Yeah, no, that'll definitely freak you out. <laughs> out. <laughs> and of course, why not rewatch the zombie episode of Space Dandy? <laughs> yes, there's that. And, you know, any episode of Hellsing Ultimate. Since we're talking zombies, why not High School of the Dead? Yes, I was thinking yep, that. That's another one. Uh, Tokyo Majin, that's another zombie thing. And Tokyo Ghoul, I've never seen, but I hear is very popular. Yeah, it is. Um, I know. I remember Jim talking about um, what was it, Sankaria? Sankaria, yeah. Yeah, Sankaria. I guess I, I don't know. practice Sankaria. Sankaria. <laughs> <laughs> but I do drink Sangria. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it just rhymed, bro. You know it did. It, it rhymed. <laughs> it rhymed good. Yeah. So those are some. There's a yeah. So there's some stuff. That's stuff that you can start with. Um, really. Um. A thing to keep in mind in your enjoyment of this, I mean, of course you're going to enjoy it. You're an anime fan. You're going to get, you're likely going to understand the Japanese style of humor, or for the humor, the Japanese style of horror. But for those of you that might not understand Japanese horror and stuff like that, it's usually very slow moving, very, uh, you know, very sluggishly paced for a lot of people. But the thing is, Japanese horror is all about atmosphere it's not about going around and hacking shit up it's about being as yahtzee put it being trapped in a small dirty place that hates you and everything in this place every molecule of this place wants you dead like if you like silent hill 2 that to me uh, is the epitome of what japanese horror is all about so you got so that's what you're going to be looking for when you think of uh, Japanese horror shows and stuff like that. Dinner recommendations. Oh no, dude! I was just listening, man. I was hanging on the gyms every word, man. Jim just <laughs> turned—he turned me on with that one. I'm so <laughs> going to get that. <laughs> uh, and with the sirens, I think we're done. Yep, I All think right. we have been called. Uh, yep, I think that's it. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm going to show up at your house and steal your candy. Truly a horror of beyond all horrors. 